0: Welcome to the 19th ESC Every Soldier Counts podcast. Wherever you find American troops today, you find the men of the Transportation Corps. Enough and on time. That's the story we tell you today. The story of the Army Quartermaster Corps. These youthful servicemen are members of the Army's Military Police Corps. One of the most important forces behind the lines, the Army Ordnance Corps. Welcome to the 19th ESC Every Soldier Counts podcast. I am Sergeant First Class Adam Ross, Public Affairs NCOIC for 19th Expeditionary Sustainment Command. And today we are joined by Sergeant First Class Milka Paulino, the SARC for 19th ESC. We are in April, which is helping with the the acronym Sexual Assault Awareness Prevention Prevention Month. month. I got it. Okay. Okay. Well, welcome, Sergeant Paulino.
1: Thank you, thank you for having me.
0: And then I, I said, um, "I said you're the SARC because I momentarily I couldn't remember what that acronym stands for." So,
1: okay. the Social, Assault Response, Coordinated.
0: So you are basically the uh, top enlisted um, sharp resource, basically. Yes. Okay, and so let's with our guests. We usually start off kind of talking about their position, what brought them to it. So, what can you tell me about um, your how you came to become a SARC? What what attracted you to this position?
1: Well, it was uh, a while ago. was um, two thousand seventeen. I was in um, one of the NCO development uh, class. And one of my battle buddies have been sexual assaulted. And she actually tried to find help and couldn't. And I sat down with her and talked to her a little bit. And that got me started.
0: So just from that experience, from talking to her and realizing that you could kind of be a change agent yourself? Yes. For, and so before that, had you really given it any thought?
1: Actually, I heard about the program, but I didn't believe in it until that time.
0: And so take me through the process of becoming a SARC then. What, what, what does it entail?
1: Well, it's a lot of training. <laughs> we had to do uh, a course for um, 13 weeks. Uh, well, they reduced it to eight weeks now. But first you had to become a BA. And after you become an VA that's a four-week training.
0: That's victim advocate.
1: Victim advocate. Mm-hmm. And after you become a victim advocate, you uh, had to go to the, to the course. Once you get the little bit of experience on uh, how to uh, do victim advocacy, uh, and then you go to the course, you get uh, selected to the course. And after the course, you keep retraining. And I'll have the interview. I got the lucky to be interviewing mm-hmm. 19th.
0: And so as a Sark at 19th, you kind of um, – we're, you have other VAs under underneath you who support this effort, right?
1: Yes, I have SARCs and VAs.
0: SARCs and VAs, okay. Yes. And so how in 19th, about how many personnel does that mean? That
1: Well, I don't work just for 19th. Um, we work as a whole group so, I work with uh for I work with um Garrison. So, we all come together as SARCs and we manage our BA. But uh, for area four, I'm the lead SARC for area four, and we have a lot of personnel. I have maybe around eight SARS underneath me. Oh, really? And yeah. then BAs, I have maybe 12.
0: Wow, okay. So, let's get uh, so. April is, is SAPM, as we said, Sexual Assault Awareness and Prevention Month. What can you tell me about SAPM, what goes on during this month?
1: Well, a lot of activities, I'll tell you that. All the leaders are involved, uh, all the soldiers are involved, especially our ambassador uh, troops, the one that being on our training. Um, we have activities such as ART training, which is the um, physical year training for CHARP. And we also have what we call the kick-out of sexual assault, um we have the stomp out as well and for have the 72 hours walk which is a pretty good event.
0: I remember hearing about that last year. What, what What is the importance of doing events like that for SHARP?
1: Well, it just bring up the morale and the awareness because as they walk through the uh, field, they are gonna see uh, a lot of broadcasting of the chart uh, program, how uh, how they can do a report, uh, who they can go to. So they'll they be learning as they walk.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, what, what would you uh, advise commanders to do? Like if they're looking for something to do for, for SAP and what kind of ideas do you give them?
1: What kind of idea? Well, we have a couple ideas such as uh, let's do the escape room. We're going to mm-hmm. have the escape room and Walker and Carol. So let's come, uh, come in, uh, we ask and train with us. I uh, ask the commanders to be involved in the program. Uh, and that's, that's going to be the must because if you, a leader, are involved in the program, the soldiers are going to follow you.
0: Yeah, definitely. And so it really the commander needs to show that they're buying into this as well, and that's why they hold these events. Of course. And um, talking with with, uh, with uh, Miss Cortez, who works with the. Uh who's also in your office, she was telling me about a big thing that you're focusing on now is prevention, preventing these um, kind of incidents from happening. And so what goes into that?
1: Oh, a lot. So right now the focus for this year is uh, prevention Start with you, with the individual. So uh, remember the uh, domino uh, effect. Everything that you do is going to affect your body. It's going to affect your family. It's going to affect your unit, of course. And then it's going to affect the uh, post and in the command, so we are trying to uh, make sure people understand every action that you do affect everybody. So what goes into it is a lot of training, a lot of awareness. We are we are gonna do training where you are gonna learn a situation that you find yourself, you can get out of it, and uh, the resources that you have available for it.
0: Yeah, I think for most soldiers, when we think about um, SHARP training, it's a lot of like how you report an incident and, that, and how, how those incidents are dealt with not really preventing it from, from ever starting like that. And so um, take me through the, the SHARP mission and vision here uh, in Area 4.
1: So um, 19 Sharp's mission is to enhance 19 ESC readiness through the prevention of sexual assault, sexual harassment in the association of retaliation behaviors while providing comprehensive response uh, capabilities. The vision is fostering a climate of dignity, health, healthy relationship and respect where everyone can, everyone can reach their maximum potential.
0: And so, really, yeah, that last part there really says it all because we can't um, we can't meet complete our mission if we don't have you know our maximum team members at the, at their maximum potential. So it's all tied in with the mission, right?
1: Yeah. And one thing that we understand when we're doing the ambassador training is that if it, you don't know what is a bad behavior look like, you're not going to correct it. But and that's our main focus when we do ambassador training is for you to understand the bad behaviors See how it look like do it. Maybe you think it doesn't it's not a bad behavior because I do it I'm so used to doing it, but we want you to understand it It is a bad behavior, but we also want you to understand how to correct it
0: And let's focus on that a little bit more you, you've mentioned ambassador training a couple times. So uh Team 19 ambassador training is something that happens regularly on Camp Walker, and what what goes on in those classes.
1: So right now it's going online, and mm. um, what's going on in there? We do uh, SMEs, so the SMEs does uh, the. the the um, soldier matter experts, what we call them, Um, those are the people that actually are handling situations for sexual assault, sexual harassment. But they also uh, are the people that are every day with you and you didn't know that they provide this service. So um, in in there also the soldiers are going to learn how to good behaviors and bad behaviors that they can get corrected. Um, They also are going to learn who they can talk to and who they can go to.
0: And what kind of soldiers are coming to these classes? Is it, it's not leader, just leaders or anything. These are junior soldiers. Junior soldiers,
1: E4 and below, and then we have the uh, leaders as well. We just Mm -hmm. had a class where we have 15 leaders and we have captains, we have CW2s, uh, and we have a staff sergeant, platoon sergeants. Uh, It was a really good class. They were very interactive and we did it online. So for the soldiers, we do it on Google Meet and for the leaders, we do it on Teams.
0: Okay. And, um, I, I, I went to one of the tail end of one of those classes, uh, one time to get pictures. And what, what struck me was, uh, you, you have this, 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 the soldiers come in civilian clothes, so they feel more at ease of, of talking with one another. And so how, how does that translate online? Have you still found, is it a good kind of candid conversation online?
1: Oh, yes. Yes. Because they, uh, when they online, they're in the house, they're in the room, so they feel a little bit more comfortable to talk, and they um, the participation uh, is really good because the conversation are pretty pretty clear and relaxed.
0: And I know sometimes um, General Allen or Sergeant Major Peters will come by those ambassador classes. Have they been able to visit on the online?
1: Well, is we it? have Sergeant Major Peters, uh, and we also have ninety um, fourth uh, commander. Uh, second, uh Lieutenant Colonel
0: Shockley. Yeah, Colonel Shockley. Yeah, I know it's it's a very big priority for uh for all the leadership there. It seems like we've gotten really good results from those ambassador classes. And so um if someone wants to be a part of that, um how do how do they um go about that?
1: So, I actually have a roster where I invite the uh, commanders. So, last week we had a uh, Lieutenant Colonel Chuckling, Uh and the next week we choose the other person. We already have 498 uh, commander that came, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Agon. Uh, so, we invite them according to the roster.
0: And for junior soldiers though, like if they, if they want to be a part, um, be in the class.
1: Oh, for All the right. junior soldiers, they only had to get with the VA and they will mm-hmm. get the authorization form to me and my VA as well as Sergeant Wilson. And we both will uh, coordinate and send them the emails and then they they are good to go.
0: And it's a three day long course? How long?
1: For the junior soldiers, yes. Three. But for the leader, it's only two days.
0: Okay. And let's go back to something you said a little bit earlier, correcting bad behaviors. So what can you tell me about that?
1: Well, sometimes we think, uh, and the big one that we've seen is the consent part. Like sometimes we think uh, consent look one way, when we actually um, teach them, the consent look different ways. So a lot of people, we hear them say, oh, consent had to be verbal. But um, according to the regulation, it's a willing participant, a capable participant. So somebody that is coherent and somebody that can give you yes, or somebody that is willing is uh, participating on the act.
0: And so that so obviously if someone was drunk or unconscious they're not able to give consent.
1: According to the regulation, no. They're okay.
0: not. And um, something else we were uh, going to talk about was pay attention to what you say to a survivor. What is, what does that mean to you?
1: Well, uh, sometimes we as a leader as leaders we fail to the soldiers that have been uh, through a situation so, so, so dramatic like uh, sexual assault. And we tend to uh, say words, they, uh, they bring the soldiers down. So we, we're trying to teach uh, commanders and leaders that the support is what we need uh, from, for those soldiers. So sometimes you don't even have to say a word. Sometimes all being there and listening is enough.
0: And so how, how do you need to become an active listener then when someone is talking to you about that, right? Yes. And then, so what's, if they want to say something, offer help, how do they, what's a good way to offer that support then to them?
1: Well, the first, time, the first thing I will ask the commander is get in touch with your VA and connect them to the VA. Because those are the personnel that have been trained to do it. Uh, Those are the personnel that are gonna walk them through every uh, little thing of their report. So get them in touch with the VA and get them in touch with behavioral health as well, or the chaplain.
0: And um so all the all this training we're talking about how has this evolved for you since you first became a sarc like what are what are some things you've learned maybe to for your toolbox even outside of the formal training
1: uh, being patient cuz uh, i i I'm the type of person that want to go. Everything is fast. I want to be everything. Oh, let's do it. Let's do this. But I had to be patient. I had to be patient with commanders. I had to be patient with the junior soldiers. And I had to be patient with the leaders as well, uh, including my leaders. I had to be patient with them as well.
0: Mm-hmm. And so what? So we, we've talked about how leaders respond to it. What would you tell? Um, I guess maybe what would you tell a survivor? Like how? um what, what, what tips do you as a as a SARC, give them like how, to, how do you support them
1: well the first thing I tell them you're not alone we are here for you we are here to support you we are here to listen even if you don't want to do a report we are here for you uh, and anything that they need we uh, we just want them to understand that they're not alone
0: and so um, when we started you said that you knew about the program before but you didn't really believe in it so how do you is that something you encounter sometimes with soldiers and how do you overcome that with them
1: so the way we overcome it is showing them that we are here for them that's the only way we can show them. Uh, and for my ambassadors, um, I did have a lot of them saying, no, it's, it doesn't work. But we showed them. We showed them we are here to listen to you and to uh, try to fulfill your needs. So we are here to serve you, basically. So we showed them that. Uh, by showing them that we um, we pull out time for them. Um, because sometimes we're so busy in our regular day, and I tell that the leaders as well, you're so busy that you oversee stuff. But I ask them, please put everything aside. You are what's important. And that's what I tell my ambassador as well. Uh, you you are the important one. Without you, the mission is not capable. Without you, we there won't be no we. So we need you, and that's why... Uh, help us overcome that
0: and so uh, something that happened fairly recently was there was a directive signed to make sexual harassment a can you take me through that A, a criminal act in the UCMJ is that right
1: Yes, uh, President Biden just signed that. And we were very happy because um, sexual harassment, a lot of people don't take it seriously. And that showed that if the top, the main top leader is telling you, yes, it's serious, it's happening, and all, it's not going to go by our law, it's, it's going to get punished, people are going to start, okay, yeah, it's something, it's a problem. Because it is a problem in our rank. But doing stuff like that that he did it demonstrate the program is going to work the program is working so uh having his bag is it felt, good. It felt good. Really good
0: yeah and so do you think that it be not being a criminal act before maybe have um encouraged something not not encouraged but did it make your job a little harder that it was
1: a little bit a little bit because leaders were trying to put it on the the rod uh however by this it's gonna tell leaders. And one thing that I, I told um my battle buddies, uh Miss Cortez when I first got here, I told her, wow, I never seen a commander so involved in this program. I never seen that in my life. Um, my whole career being like commander is, is just oh yeah, we're gonna dedicate time to sharp. But General Allen dedicates his whole time on sharp. Like, he is very involved. And uh, Sergeant Major Peters, he is super involved as well. So we have backup from them like crazy. So that's one thing that I, I had to say about 19. 19 is very involved when it comes to sharp. When it comes to this program, it, it makes a difference. It makes a huge difference, because the soldiers see it. The soldiers see how much input the commander put in there.
0: And, and that ties back in with sexual harassment, too, because uh, General Allen has his uh, what's I'm, I'm blanking Continual on the harm. continuum of harm, because uh, basically it's showing that the continuum of harm and we if you've if you're in 19th, you've seen this this board a lot. It, it shows you basically it shows you like once you go into the harassment realm, basically, it's. You know you're crossing a red line, and so it, can you ex- expand on that a little bit? Is that basically did I describe it the right way?
1: Yes, yes, you're right. in the right way because, um, what General Allen is trying to say is the, uh, the army continual harm has a yellow line in there, and the yellow line means that once you do that, uh, comment oh, that's what she said, that's what he said, uh, little comments that are incestual in nature, um, you in the yellow line, that's what the army say, but General Allen said, no. No. There's no yellow you know, there's no yellow line on my in my ranks. As soon as you make that coming, you you're already harassing somebody. So um, that's another thing that soldiers notice it. Soldiers are like wow, uh, him bringing this, uh, General Allen is showing us that this is a no go. I cannot be behaving uh, the way I, I used to behave in high school, or I used to behave in the school, or I used to behave in the street, where I could call and make those comments and do the cat calling, and, and no problem is going to be. But you know, Alan is saying, no, as soon as you make that, you can offend your battle body. So stop it. It's not going to be in here.
0: Yeah, that's putting it very well put. Um, and then, so as part of SAPM, uh, we mentioned before we started recording the poetry contest. Yes. And what, what can you tell me about that?
1: So, we are going to encourage uh, junior leaders to write a poem on uh, Prevention Start With You what do that means to them? And we asking them to submit it to their VA. The VA is going to submit it to us and we are going to pick a winner and that winner is going to get to be posted on, on Facebook. So we are going to do that every week uh, during April.
0: Okay, great. And um, again, so your, your contact information is readily available. Um, There's a sharp uh, tab on the 19th ESC homepage, uh, that's www.army.mail slash 19th ESC. You'll see um, a sharp button on there, and that'll take you to to all your information. And um, it does, don't they don't have to go to you as well. You we talked about you have lots of personnel supporting you. Every unit has a VA or a SARC, yes. and so they, they can go to them as well. Um, anything else you want to touch on before we close up here?
1: Just to remind, remember, people, that we are here for you. So you are what's important. Okay. The mission is important, but without you, the mission would be able to be uh, successful. So we need you, and we are here to support you 100%.
0: Okay, well, thank you for coming by, Sergeant Polino, and um, thanks for kicking off SAPM with me, Sexual Assault Awareness Prevention Month, all of April. Okay, well, thank and come back anytime. We'd like to have you again sometime down the road, but thanks for listening to the Every Soldier Counts podcast. I'm Sergeant Adam Ross, and we'll talk to you next time.